When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on the final day of our week, Spiritual Awakening. It's all about freeing ourselves from the things that get in the way of us knowing and embracing who we are deep down, and directing ourselves toward the future self, the us we'd like to become. Monday, we talked unpacking suppressed emotions. Tuesday, we had a brief conversation on meditation. Wednesday, we dove into shadow work. Yesterday, we explored the trifecta of peace, compassion, empathy, and gratitude. And today, we're reprogramming belief systems. Our identity, who we believe we are, is the accumulation of all our life experiences and our conscious and subconscious perception of those events. It's often rooted in our earliest memories, the things that we found pride in, the things that we attach to. Our critical minds generate beliefs and opinions as a result. We see and judge the world from a perspective based entirely on what's unfolded in and around us thus far. Our traumas, our victories, our disappointments, how we've been loved and how we've been rewarded, how we've been punished and how we've punished ourselves all play a role in our thoughts and feelings about not only ourselves, but the world around us. This is why our response to external topics, events, people, situations are often prefabricated. They're not necessarily coming from analytical thought. They're coming from that subconscious gut reaction, our innate response. We filter those subconscious thoughts, opinions, and reactions by introducing consciousness to the idea before letting it out into the world. And that takes quite a bit of extra effort for someone who's not well-practiced in the discipline. So how do we change those automated responses if they're so deeply ingrained in who we are? Well, sometimes it takes us detaching from our identity altogether. It's a little bit like moving a house off its foundation and onto an entirely different foundation. That being said, a lot of people, if not everyone, go through these kinds of monumental changes in life naturally. And the shifts happen in every direction. Devout Christians can lose faith and set out to rediscover what morality means outside of God. Career criminals can find Jesus and become pastors. Sometimes it's a slow burn, as information slowly chips away at our beliefs. And sometimes it's one sudden blow. These major changes might cause a shift in the perspective that we have on our lives thus far. And or a shift in the perspective that we have on our lives thus far brings about major changes. When we experience these wake-up calls, so to speak, our lived experience begins to inform our subconscious in an entirely new way, whether positive, negative, or neutral. So let's say we want to make sure these major shifts are positive. We want to grow in the right direction. How do we control our trajectory when the mechanisms are subconscious? It boils down to three things, awareness, openness, and information. Awareness, by bringing ourselves into the present moment, 
by giving that critical voice in our head an identity and recognizing that we're separate from it. We're able to meet that voice in our head and give it pause before it reinforces our beliefs or opinions. And that's when we turn to openness. Openness that other truths have value and other truths may better serve us. It's the simple willingness to allow information to shift our perspective. And from there, information, the pursuit of information. We seek out the alternative answers. Let's look at the example of being afraid to fly. Maybe a parent figure was afraid of flying. We felt, heard, or witnessed that fear at a young age. That formed the seed of fear in us. From that point, confirmation bias led us to subconsciously pay closer attention to plane accidents throughout our lives. We'd likely pay closer attention to conversations where other people confess their fear of flying. In short, we've spent our entire lifetime thus far subconsciously galvanizing a deeply rooted fear of flying. The work of reprogramming begins first with awareness. We bring awareness to our emotional and psychological responses to news about plane mishaps. We bring awareness to conversations where fears of flying are being discussed. When new information enters our minds, which leads to that habitual fear-based response or the galvanization of that deep-seated fear, we pause instead. We're engaging rather than simply reacting, reacting, reacting. We hold the response in our mind's eye and we consider the idea that it's not logical after all, even though everything in our body is telling us that it is. We become open to the idea that what we believe to be true, in this case that flying is dangerous, is just a small piece of the puzzle of truth. A bite-sized selection of information our minds have been curating over the course of our lives. From there, we begin to seek out information contrary to what we believe. We look at statistics on flight failures. Maybe we follow commercial pilots on Instagram. We start to pay closer attention to successful air travel. Maybe we even begin to realize that it would be impossible to pay close attention to every successful plane flight, as thousands upon thousands are happening every single day. Slowly but surely, we take control of that automatic fear response in our heads by dictating a conscious confidence in flight. Up until now, we've given our fear of flying respect as we've understood it to be based in fact. With new information, a new perspective, we see our fear of flying up until now has been irrational and it's of the past. It's possible to reframe how we think about ourselves and the world around us in the very same way. Those building blocks that make up who we are actually can shift. We actually can change our minds. And in changing our mind, we can actually change who we perceive ourselves to be. It's more than just a beautiful thought. By practicing awareness, we can re-engage with our subconscious. We can enact new habits like reflection, positive self-talk, and intentional joy, and we can completely shift the way we feel about ourselves and the world around us. Keep in mind, those mental shifts can work wonders for our physical well-being, too. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. We'll see you again Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. 
Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.